0: Silence. Your sound card is working perfectly. Silence. Your sound card is working perfectly. Silence. Are you enjoying yourself? Silence. Your sound card is working perfectly.
1: Silence. It does not get any better than this. <laughs> Just... real silence.
2: Oppenheimer! I myself am... strange and unusual.
0: This is Nerfry Radio. Nerd alert! See, this is the
1: stuff that brings nerds together.
2: So it's sort of social, demented, and sad, but social, right?
1: I'm interested in it, and by definition, it is nerdy. Are you in loser denial or something?
0: I'm your co host, man!
2: My dad's a nerd!
1: Holy crap, that is my favorite bit. <laughs> from any. Like, it's just a. The original Warcraft, not even World of Warcraft, just Warcraft. I went to set up Warcraft on my, uh, my old, old, old computer, and that was the sound check. You get it all installed, and you hit the button to check your sound card, and it does that. And if you keep clicking, those were all the messages. <laughs> Oh my god, that was... But that doesn't matter. That doesn't I matter. I told you you'd like it. You you were right. I did. I begged him not to interrupt me during the intro this time, but it was worth it for me. I don't care if you guys like the joke, that's funny. <laughs> All right. Welcome to episode 318 of Nerd Pride Radio. 318? What a coincidence. 318 is exactly the level I am on right now in Best Fiends. Now, you guys know uh, I don't normally keep games on my phone. But every once in a while, I'll install one. It's usually a sign that uh, I'm avoiding stuff, or I'm depressed, or who knows what. But I, uh, I put this on for a couple of weeks, and then uh, after our last recording, I realized, oh, I'm close enough to 3.18. I could just uh, get there and then sit on it until the next episode, which is what I did. And it turns out I've had like five days that I still have Best Fiends on my phone, but I'm not playing it. It's been killing me.
0: Just... But now you can delete it live on
1: air. But now, I'm going to go ahead and delete it live on air. Hold on, hold on. Wait, where's Best Fiends? There it's it is. at the top there. It's the one that says Best Fiends on Why'd it. Why'd you open it? I want to verify. Oh, okay. I have Ye- to verify that I'm actually at level 318. Because otherwise, I mean, seriously, what's the point of this joke? Plus, this. oh wait, maybe I can just play a level? No. Just one? No. I have to delete it now? Yes. God darn it. This is so depressing. Your own, your gaming
0: level is only level eleven.
1: No, oh, I don't know who that is. That it's when I got to one step, it starts sending me messages from fake people. Oh God! Yeah, look, now they want to offer me all sorts of gifts because I haven't been in for a week. Stop! 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 How many fake gifts do I need? All right. God Lord! All right, there we go. Level three eighteen. Level three eighteen. Verified. Cool. Holy! Please. Now you can uninstall. Now. Well, I could if. But. Come on, stop it. Can you just. No, I don't know how to get out of this. I'm trapped forever in Best Fiends. All right, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. This is wonderful radio. This is the best. This is just the intro, too. Isn't that sad? Oh my god. Um, whoa. Yeah, hold down on it. Uh, oh Oh, there it is. Uninstall. Hooray! Thank God I thought it wasn't going to have an uninstall option. How devious is that crap? All right. All right. There we go. Enough of me wasting time. I'm sorry about that. Uh, ask me how I'm doing today. Go on. Ask me. How's your Father's Day going? My Father's Day is spectacular. I have heard from all of my children today. Um... Including you, who is actually here like super early on a Sunday. Yeah. To record the podcast because you're awesome. And actually, when I say super early, I mean, he got here at 10 o'clock and now it's taken us until one o'clock because crisis after crisis came up with stuff. Um, but, uh, because, uh, Eli is back. Eli you used to have a friend who drove a crisis. <laughs> That's funny. Was, was it President Trump?
0: no he he manufactured the crisis <laughs> oh gotcha
1: um but uh, it's been swell and uh um i i even uh, even spoke to my own father this morning and he was in a lovely mood so it's a great father's day for us uh if you celebrate father's day then happy father's day to you and if not well that's cool too um my name is Mike Jones. I am a Pathfinder slash D&D nerd, a history nerd, a sci-fi nerd, a comic book nerd, computer nerd, movie nerd, comedy nerd, science nerd, gaming nerd, plus... There are like seven other kinds of nerds I only wish I was nerdy enough to be. You are listening to Nerd Pride Radio, the place I go every week to haver on about all the nerd stuff that just won't fit in my skull anymore. As always, we're recording live from our Nerd Pride studios in the party room of the Hooters in Arlen, Texas.
0: I mean, I, I understand the concept... Well, I I guess what's 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 the nerdiness of this venue that they're allowing us to record here. Oh, um Arlen
1: Texas is uh where Hank Hill lives.
0: I, I know where Arlen Texas is. See, that's all I got. Okay. I just I just really like uh King of the Hill. Can 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 we go browse some
1: propane and propane accessories <laughs> after after you're done with your wings? At, at, at Strickland Propane after you're done with your okay. your wings. Okay. Clearly. Did I tell you we almost ate at Hooters in... Yes. In Mall of America? And then uh, we chose not to because Eli refused to set foot in the Hooters. And I respect him for that. I I also respect him for that, but, God, come on. It was a chance to eat at the Hooters in a place where no one will ever see us. I mean, of course, then I would come back, like, now and tell everyone about it. So, I guess, uh, you know, and we would have gotten pictures and we would have... Yeah, it would have been... So, there's really no... No secrecy to it. We would have just been supporting the machine, I guess.
0: Uh Uh-huh. But still. uh You're supposed to be raging against it. Really? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Burt Kreischer's really funny. How do you... How do you rage against that? Yeah,
0: there's a whole
1: band dedicated to just hating on Burt Kreischer, and I don't get it. Did you know he's going to be performing in Sioux City, like, in a couple months? Yeah, $60 tickets if you want to go see him. Um... Anyway, <laughs> they they saw one special from Burt Kreischer and decided to base their entire right. identity. It's the, it's the fact that this pudgy guy is going to perform all night with his shirt off. We can't we can't handle that. We're raging against the machine. Um, for those of you who don't know Bert Kreischer, none of this is funny, but
2: <laughs> we're having me, a good time. Trust
1: me, we're funny. Um, so before we get into anything, we're going to start with some feedback. <laughs> oh, look at you. God, look at that. Your whiny crybaby noises are even louder than the feedback. Okay.
0: You're hurting my ears. Maybe you didn't shatter my eardrums every time someone wanted to tell you something.
1: <sighs> okay, here's the feedback we got, and there's a lot of it. Uh, start off with Kyle. This is all regarding last, uh, last episode, 317. Oh, well, I would hope so. So, uh, Kyle... Says Elf is hilarious and a classic. Okay, you're wrong, but continue. Yeah, we know Google. We didn't even say your name. Why does she do that? Um, but anyway, yeah, I completely disagree. Elf is just not not hilarious. But uh, um, Kyle then says, "But I get being tired of Will Ferrell." All right, cool. He concedes right. that point. Then he says, "Adam Sandler can be one of the most obnoxious actors." Uh, Hubie's Halloween, Waterboy, all those baby talk movies. But when he's serious, he's so damn good. He should have won the Oscar for Uncut Gems. It's hard to, it's a hard watch, but a great movie, and he is amazing in it. Uh, which, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Um, Although there is some uh, walrus talk coming later uh, in our new segment. Walrus talk. Uh, there's some walrus talk later where uh, where he addresses some of that. But we'll get to that in a minute. As
0: well as, uh, I, I, I recently was with a couple of buddies of mine, we decided to go back and watch some early SNL. How early? Uh, Adam Sandler early.
1: Okay, that's, yeah, that's... For for my experience of SNL, that's middle SNL. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: but like, like, back when they said, you know, Adam Sandler
1: was funny. Fun fact, he's still not funny. Look, if you know Adam Sandler now, and you go back and watch SNL, you will realize that, oh, that's all he's got. Yeah. We didn't know that at the time. But also... All of the,
0: like, immaculate bits people say he was in, it's always other people making those bits good, and Adam Sandler's just kind of
1: there. It's, it's mostly Adam Sandler uh, breaking character and, and laughing through a bunch of sketches, yeah. Um, uh, well, and also... well, All right, we'll get to this in Walrus Talk. Um, then Kyle also sent me another message that said, Also, in Listener Betrayal, Mike asked for our best dad jokes, and Aiden asked for new jobs. I only saw the texts an hour after they were sent and panicked that I wasn't going to get a response in on time. So to Aiden, which I thought was the one asking for a joke, I sent my best anti-joke. What do you call a black guy on the moon? Yeah. An astronaut, Aiden. You call him an astronaut. Yeah. And to Mike, I sent some blather about a fishing trip I took. Listening to the episode, I just sound racist. And y'all sounded confused, like you didn't know what to do with it. And you thought I was racist too. So, being polite, you just moved on without commenting. I appreciate that, but but I'm not a racist. <laughs> it was an anti joke. I swear. No, it I
0: I got that it was an anti joke. I just thought it would be better if you
1: sent it to Mike and not me. It was supposed to be read with all the jokes. It wasn't supposed to be read in the context of what we could do to get unemployed people working.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: too late, Kyle. Way too late. I
0: didn't even think of it in that context. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you racist.
1: Um, and then Kaz. Kaz says, I'm at 18 minutes and 30 seconds in the new episode, and I am certain that the John in the question is John Shaft. Hey, you are right. You win the points, we will send you the cookies. Yep. Um, he further then says, Squinkles. I am so sad that badcandy.com no longer loads. They went on at length about how awful uh, tamarind candy is. Did you ever go to Bad Candy?
0: I, I went to it like once.
1: Oh my god, Bad Candy was one of the earliest internet sites I remember that was just the, one of these off-the-wall things. I mean, there was a lot of off-the-wall crap in the early internet days, as there is now, but Bad Candy was just... Funny, and you would probably have to go to archive uh, archive.org to find old bad candy but yeah that was, that was the whole point of the site was to review bad candy and a lot of the bad candy that he reviewed was um, was candy from Mexico that contained tamarind which uh, from what I hear from people if you grew up with tamarind it is awesome you love it it's like uh, it's like growing up with vegemite which the uh, Nobody, nobody in America seems to like much on average, uh, but people in Australia—they grew up with it, they love it. Um, and so tamarind is like that. That if you grew up with tamarind candy, awesome. Otherwise, disgusting. And uh, and bad candy, like bad candy, was just so over the top in its reviews that it was like each review, the effect of the tamarind was worse than the one before, and it just everything blew up, and it was like it was like the apocalypse, and it was hysterical every time. Uh, I really liked Bad Candy back in the day. And maybe it doesn't hold up. I have no idea. I haven't I haven't even tried to visit it in you know fifteen years. But uh but god, bad candy was fun at the time. Um, okay. Next up comes Walrus. This is our Walrus talk segment. Oh
0: well, hey Walrus.
1: And Walrus texted me to say, okay, so I have to take issue with the Will ferrell Adam Sandler debate. I already told you it was a controversial take. The option of which is better is clearly nothing to do with comedy or acting chops, since they both clearly suck at both. Yes. All right. I get what you're saying. Adam Sandler, however, can act. Uh, You watch Uncut Gems. uh, You watch, um, anyway, Punch-Druck Love. um, He can act. Spanglish.
0: He can act, but... Spanglish is the only Adam Sandler movie that I've ever seen Uh that I thought, Okay, he's not terrible in this. Yeah,
1: but um, but he doesn't do that very often because why would he when he can make millions just hanging out with his friends in Hawaii and goofing around on camera for a couple of weeks? I mean, if I had that option, I would do it. You know, I'm not going to knock Adam Sandler for being that guy, but yeah, he is. He's not... like
0: if the movies if the movie producers was real,
1: yeah. It, 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 but he's not he's not creating anything of substance that I give a crap about most of the time. Alright, but, um, here's the thing. They both clearly suck, but it's the direction of the punches. While Will Ferrell clearly relies on stereotype characterization, uh, while not punching up necessarily, it is more of a punching sideways. Child humor, tantrums, whatnot. Sandler, however, relies entirely on stereotypes. The white cis dude making fun of race, ethnicity, sexuality, gender, etc. Yeah, Sandler does punch down a lot. Clearly punching down, Walrus says. Um, So while both have clearly lazy, derivative, and careless humor, Sandler is clearly the worst person. Yes. Oh, you know what? Cannot argue with that. Anyone who would make his
0: dog his best man at his wedding...
1: Right Now you can picture a walrus striking the blue steel pose for dramatic effect. <laughs> um, and in my response to him, we had a whole conversation here. Um, I said, yeah, I agree with you 100% that Adam Sandler is a worse person for exactly those reasons. I had not thought of that before. I'm glad you brought it up. However, I still think Adam Sandler is a brilliant actor when he puts in the effort and when he has a director that can keep him focused. But then I consider how much ta- how much does does your talent and your your moments of brilliance, uh way against being a crappy person. So yeah, the fact that that most of his humor is lazy and dumb and does a lot of punching down, you know, how much does his his moments of brilliance outweigh that and thus should I give him consideration? Should I be watching it and enjoying his other stuff in light of his uh uh his uh, less than admirable pieces? I mean like at an extreme, you know, I don't watch anything by Woody Allen. I don't watch anything with by Roman Polanski because those guys are clear bad dudes who are, are grossly, criminally disgusting. And therefore, I will not support their art in any, in any function. I, not to say Adam Sandler is as bad as Roman Polanski by any stretch. But I'm just saying that if he is a bad dude who... <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Let me finish my thought. But when you say, you know, yes, he's bad in the sense that he's taking pot shots at easy targets and punching down, and thus, should I support his other endeavors? I mean, you know, where where do you draw the line? Where do you finally stop supporting that? I have absolutely no idea. Um, uh, But, oh, sorry, I went off on a tangent on my own tangent. Um, And then, yeah, he, yeah, he, uh, Walrus agrees with me. Uh, specifically in the the Woody Allen and Rowan Plansky stuff. His quote is, is how many charity bake sales does it take to make up for one Kitty diddling? Not to trivialize it, but yeah, I mean, ugh. Uh, so, uh, then he also says, besides if your comedy relies on punching down, I think you automatically renounce any claim of comedy skills. All right. Aiden has found, and I don't know why I'm going to describe it to you, because we will never bother to share it with you guys, but he has found a, uh, a walrus doing the blue steel pose and uh, he's badass. Like this is a walrus who knows his business. That's what I'm saying. This is this is a walrus to be feared in the fashion world. He is amazing. <laughs> Just so, like
0: our own resident walrus.
1: I'm so, sure there's actually an image
0: of walrus.
1: And and to the degree that all people are crappy people at some point, this is this is a, a debate that I've gone after in different venues. For a long time is that, yeah, I don't know, you know, minor crappy, you can overlook, but, but, you know, the, eventually there's a line where it's like, no, why are we giving opportunities to these people when, when there are people who, you know, in the case of Woody Allen or Rowan Plansky, uh, when there's, uh, or Kevin Spacey, there are people who have not sexually assaulted anybody who are also talented who could benefit from having this money to support their projects. Um, it's a rough one. And that's why uh, I've got some real problems with Dave Chappelle's latest mm-hmm. comedy specials it's because he goes goes on to argue the point of that, that that there is a balance and that if you do enough good and we find out that you know Bill Cosby is his case is that is it it's okay to like and admire bill cosby because the good he has done has made up for the fact that he's a serial rapist no and i think that i think he's 100% wrong on all that but See, he packages like, it he packages it in a very um in a very uh, convincing bundle of logic did, but it's not right did, did you hear what happened to bill cosby like a
0: week of him being in prison no uh Bill Cosby fell down the stairs uh-huh. in the prison mess hall because another prisoner had thrown a hot dog bun at him. Ooh. And when I read that, I couldn't help but smile because he deserved it.
1: I don't wish ill on any person, but I'm also, you know, not, oh, not wishing anything bun. good on him either. So oh, hot dog bun. Uh, look had he slipped on pudding pops <laughs> yo know. all right anyway uh, that's enough that's enough of feedback uh, now now it is time for the meticulously plotted portion of this podcast this is the time for me and my lovely son Aiden hey, where we talk about all of the interesting things that we've stumbled across during the last couple of weeks if something tickles our collective nerd fancy during the course of our busy busy weeks we added up uh, we add it up to our master list And the very best off of that list gets spewed out all over you guys every week when we record. You lucky lucky dogs. And first up, it's everybody's favorite game show. What? My friend, John. Is it? Oh, you don't have one?
0: I mean, I I could do some research. No, no,
1: I just... Three times in a row now, I try and go into my first segment... And I can't because you have my friend John. And I thought, oh well, this is just going to be every time. So this time I figured I'd get ahead of the game. Yeah, I, I don't have one this week. Oh man! All right, this is the worst Father's Day ever. I, I thought you were going to turn it around on me. No, oh, I would. Now I wish I had prepared something. That would have been really funny. Um, all right. Well, then instead of that, how it about- is time for my friend John. Though
0: <laughs> you son of a- all right. Go ahead. I was debating, waiting until like uh, you gave me the. Uh... All right, good, good. Say good night, Aiden. All right, good night, my friend John. All right, um, we have to do the music. Though. Yeah, we do.
2: All
0: right, that is that is right. Uh, it is time for uh, nerd pride's favorite game show. You know, my friend. John, are you all right, Mike? No. <laughs> something, something wrong? Oh,
1: God. Okay, so I say, hey, you're getting a little bit loud. Check your levels. You're going to want to bring it. He says, oh, I, I have been talking loud. I'm so sorry. And I said, well, just talk medium. So then he said. It's, does, does, does an
0: M name ring a bell? Someone recently passed away with, with an M name.
1: And I did not get it. I didn't get that he was talking medium. I thought, M for medium? I don't see how this is not really all that funny. I don't understand what he's doing. God damn it. I suck <laughs> so bad. All right. Anyway. All right. So, uh,
0: the first uh, the first question comes to us from uh, a friend of mine. We'll call him John. Okay. I Have I met John? Uh, f- probably. Okay. Um, so, I guess... Okay, so, he's a retired Marine. Okay. And some some things have happened. He's, he's moved away from the city and all this business, because he doesn't want to be near people. He just wants to live his life. Is this a rerun? No. Are you sure? Yes. So, <sighs> someone kidnaps his daughter we'll we'll call her jenny and his question is how far would you go
1: wait a minute
0: to 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 save one of your children
1: okay so i I thought i thought this was going to be john rambo again because that was exactly how you started the description of john rambo except i think he was a green beret instead of a marine Uh, i don't remember any rambo fans i apologize if i'm wrong. Okay, so this is all right. First off, my advice is uh, is I don't. I I know I know I know that you're an ex marine, special operative, whatever. But it's not like the movies, okay? It's not like you can go and take on. Um, Take on some some vast organization and bring down all of these people to find your daughter and bring her home. I just don't think that's possible. Uh, movies make it seem so simple, but in real life, all you're going to do is get yourself killed. I mean, or get her killed, or both. So, um, my advice is contact the authorities. I know they say don't contact the authorities, but but also unlike in the movies, in real life. These people aren't supermen. They don't they don't have omniscient hacking god powers. Like, you can contact the authorities and there is a way to do this that, that that they can help you. That's your best shot at getting your daughter back, that's all I'm saying. Alright? Um, I have a suspicion I might be wrong, but I feel like this is a guy with a, a particular set of skills. Is it is it John? Whose last name I wouldn't know, no matter what the movie is. From Taken? It is not from Taken. it's
0: not. It's Uh, from the movie Commando.
1: Oh, it's a Schwarzenegger film? John Matrix. John Matrix? Yeah. Oh my god. Now, is that the one... Also, his daughter actually
0: is named Jenny.
1: Do you remember who plays his daughter in Commando? No. Okay. Because Schwarzenegger's... No, I'm thinking of uh, True Lies where his daughter is played by Eliza (laughs) Dushku. No. No, no. I said (laughs) Dushku. No. I said... (laughs) You're a Dushku. See, that's why there was... uh, I can't remember who it was who liked to make the joke that... uh, when it first became popular to, to do mashup celebrity couple names, like Bennifer and stuff yeah. like that, you could match anyone with Eliza Dushku, and then it's, you know, douche whatever. And it was very funny. <sighs> if I had some examples, that would have been super funny, but I don't, so there you go. Um, All right, the next one comes to us from a buddy of mine named uh, John.
0: We'll, we'll call him, at least, to protect the innocents. So, he's a, he's a cop. And he's one of those badass collateral doesn't mean anything as long as I you know save people kind of kind of guys right and this gets him into a lot of trouble
1: mm-hmm.
0: so uh, they uh, they kind of lay him off for a while and uh, by the time they need him back on the force they've gotten rid of all crime everything is peaceful everything is all right. But a criminal has come back from John's days. Got it. And they don't know how to handle it anymore. I got it. What's his question? His So, he goes through this whole situation. He beats the bad guy. And the world starts to realize that maybe this whole safe world isn't good. But is it? They lived in a world where where no one was getting robbed, there was no crime, is the small amount of excitement and fun you get from Danger worth giving up a world where nobody gets harmed?
1: Look, it is... It, it, it feels like this really noble bit that to pit... Um, you know, those who would give up their freedom for safety will have neither. Um, it, it, in the real world, it's not like that because people are willing to give up lots of freedoms for safety and comfort and, and there's all sorts of incredible things that can be done. And and I don't, I just don't buy it. I mean, it's, it's a great fantasy romantic concept that that somehow we're giving up our our individuality and our freedoms by um by giving into socialism essentially i mean this is a very Mm -hmm. pro-capitalism pro-america sort of stance to go into our uh, our media and i just don't buy into it i don't Look, if we, have, if we have a world where everyone's safe and everyone's cared for, and here's the point is that if everyone is safe and cared for, for the most part, I mean, you know, 99 plus percent, you know, you're never going to get everybody, but we get almost everybody. And if people are safe and cared for and crime is at a near, you know, near zero and people are all cared for and nobody is starving and we're, we're, you know, we're reducing illnesses and all of this, that does not limit people from being creative. That does not stop people from, from having adventures and doing cool things and exploring new worlds. It doesn't... You're not taking away anything by... So, no, I think it's a false dichotomy. And I think the idea that, that one man is going to be um, brought forward... Like Captain America... Out of time, and right, and suddenly, suddenly practice. he's going to he's going to bring up these romantic notions of the past and dissemble all of society for that. No, that's bull. That's absolute bull. Look, I'm just amazed at how many movies name their hero John. <laughs> Why, like, honestly, it's not just John. It's John and it's Kate. Yep. All right, for women, it's Kate or Cat. Or Kathy or Catherine or yeah. like depending on what level of action star or romantic interest or whatever she is. It's always some variation of Catherine and it's usually Kate.
0: You do realize that I have uh, six more segments already loaded for this,
1: right? <laughs> oh my god. So um, I do not know John's last name. I do know he was uh, uh, he was played by uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone. That is correct. And...
0: Uh, Demolition Man? That is the movie.
1: Thank God. I kept wanting to say Repo Man, and I know it's not Repo Man. That is
0: three out of four.
1: It is John Spartan. Spartan. Oh, my God. I almost knew that. Like, the minute you say it, I'm like, I've Uh, read that a million times. We're currently
0: sitting at uh, 50%, four out of eight. Not bad. No, no, I'm
1: I'm taking that. Uh,
0: The next one comes from uh, my friend, John. Uh Uh-huh. He's... He's a scientist, and he's been working with a team of people working with genetic splicing. Mm Mm-hmm. And he has created some some creatures that could definitely throw off the ecosystem. Sure. If, If they were to escape, if...
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And he is creating them for what is essentially children's enjoyment. Okay. So, is splicing these DNAs together and putting them on display, is that worth the risk to the global ecosystem for monetary gain
1: and the education of children. All right. No, it's, I, I'm not, I'm not one of those people who is against genetic manipulation. I'm fine with the concept of, of gene therapy, genetic manipulation, um, because this, the genie is out of the bottle on this one. Mm -hmm. There is, we are moving forward towards a day and, you know, that day may be a century from now or even farther, who knows, or it might be tomorrow. But we're moving forward towards a day where, where we will have full control over the genetic code of most everything we encounter, and thus we will be able to customize plants, animals, people to be whatever it is we need them to be. And all of that is going to come with a huge danger of how that's going to affect uh, natural ecosystems or unnatural ecosystems. We're going to have someday fully created ecosystems, uh, whether self-contained or on other planets or something. And right now we don't know enough to even begin to balance stuff like that or even to create any sort of simulations that would help us balance that. We don't know. We don't know, and we have a really, really horrible track record of introducing new species to places, even ones that aren't genetically modified.
0: So, if if I was to report back to my friend John, you're saying a fence wouldn't be enough.
1: Right. I'm saying a fence would not be enough. Okay, wait. I've got it. I was hoping that would give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's what I needed. Thank you. I don't deserve the point. I really don't. I'm giving them, I'm giving them to you anyway. It's Father's Day. Thank you. Um, because, uh, I also did not know his name was John. Um, because when you first said genetic splicing, uh, all I could think of was the Isle of Dr. Moreau, but I don't know Dr. Moreau's first name. I would have guessed John Moreau, though. (laughs) i mean with this segment safe bet (laughs) but um but then you said children's enjoyment and that's not what he's about so um okay so it's crunch time uh it's john (sighs) he looks like colonel sanders can i say sanders no damn it um he's uh Played by an old guy. Yes. In the movie Jurassic Park. There you go. That's all I've got. Okay, it is rich. It is a John Hammond. Hammond. I would not have gotten that, but yeah. I, played I've,
0: by Richard Attenborough.
1: It is Richard. Oh, damn it. <sighs> all all right. right, that is not bad. I think Six, straight up 50%. 50-50. All right. I am totally cool with all that. All right, yep. <sighs> all right. Good job this um, week. Yeah, thank you. No, that went really well. I liked those. Uh, Alright, next up, it's our gaming table. I've
0: got Dungeon Master's Guide
2: I've
1: got 12-sided
2: die
1: Role-playing games, video games, board games, card games, any games, if it fits our, on our gaming table, we are here to share it with you. And before we get into the gaming table, um I, I didn't realize that that this is how it's been going until just this round but uh my friend john yeah really each one of them is just a reason for me to go off on some monologue about <laughs> morality <laughs> yeah about some some morality play that oh, this is, <laughs> i'm really enjoying that segment i don't know I mean, once again we're only here to entertain us so i hope you guys are enjoying the ride uh so first off uh your segment in gaming table yep is called Neckbeard's Cloak. Okay. So, this just happened last night. Okay.
0: Um, so, I am DMing a game where they're trying to hunt down this necromancer.
1: If this involves a cloak made... Hold on. Oh well, my god.
0: So, they have to sneak around and inform the their like contacts in the necromancer's organization mm-hmm. that the plan is going to happen tomorrow. Okay. So as one of my characters is, uh, sneeing around, a female, uh, they're they're wearing cloaks that, uh, change their form to all look identical. Okay. Except for, you know, you can tell who's male and who's female, that, this, and the other thing. Because they'll be shorter, whatnot. And so... Wow, sexist. I had a reason for it. Okay. Because on their way to one of the people they need to inform, uh a dude is gonna stop her in the hallway and just be a real creep. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, it's getting bad to a point where this character blows into the pipe of desperation and it casts lightning bolt. Uh Uh-huh. And just incinerates this guy. And his cloak falls to the ground. And then they decide to cast chromatic orb to burn this cloak. Uh Uh-huh. And turns out that he was just the neck beardiest neck beard so the cloak already smelled of like bo and body fluids and then you burnt it now that smell is just all up in god that's disgusting in this and i'm like and you have to understand that when that lightning bolt hit him he nat uh, he nat won his save so that was double damage all of like the fluids in his body boiled and now it's like wetted the cloak before you burnt stop? it. Stop. Stop. It's horrifying. it was just an hour of, like, them trying to get to where they're going. And every time they pass by a door, they're just, Ugh! Oh, God! What is that? Oh, God! Oh, God! It's in my mouth! Wow. And every awesome. once in a while, they had to roll con saves so that they didn't just upchuck everything. And it is one of those moments where for a whole hour I just had both my players just rolling,
1: huh? Kyle, the uh, the neckbeard's cloak would make a great curse uh, for the gladiator campaign you're running. So uh, he's looking for curses. But
0: uh, and then the goblin of the group decided to uh, bottle the stench and recreate it for stink bombs later.
1: That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> God. I just like the idea of a neckbeard's cloak. That's great. Um, all right. While we were in Minneapolis, your youngest brother... Yes. We'll call him Noah. We'll call him John. Noah fell in love with and insisted on purchasing the Dark Souls board game. And Was it good? Well... It's a hundred and something bucks, all right? So it's a super Oof. expensive game. I, have you seen the box for it? No. Oh, my God. The box is massive. It's one of those games. One of those, you can tell that this is... But it says on the box that a typical session, you know, 60 to 90 minutes. All right. Okay. Well, he finally convinced me to play, because uh, we went to game night the other night. And... Uh, and if you're ever not working on a Friday night, I'll send you invitations every time. But I know you you work on Fridays a lot. Uh huh. Um, but if you're ever not working at six o'clock on a Friday night when they're having it, you should come along. But anyway, he insisted that I try out the Dark Souls board game with him. Now I have never played Dark Souls, the video game.
0: Uh, but uh, do you hate yourself? <laughs> no.
1: Do you, 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 you want to
0: die? Do you, do you wish to deflog yourself until you're crying tears of blood?
1: Is that why you play so much?
0: Yeah, if, if, if that's not you, then Dark Souls isn't the game for you. You should probably find something else. Yeah.
1: It turns out that, first off, 60 to 90 minutes is a laugh, alright? Had we played a full game, because we, we quit after two and a half hours because uh, you know game night was over. Had we wanted to play a full game and we were actually better at the game, we were more practiced at it, I'm going to guess the average full session uh is like four to five hours because it's one of those games but as it turns out it was really fun and now maybe part of it is because this is the first time noah has ever gotten the game he read the rule book he checked out all the pieces he figured it all out and so by the time we sit down to play he explained to me how to play and then we played and Every once in a while during the game, he'd be like, "Wait, wait, I'm not sure. Let me check the rule book." And he would. I never, I've never touched the rule book. I have no idea what's in there. He figured everything out, walked me through it, and he was really good at explaining, which surprised me because, um, you know, like all my children, he can tell long rambling stories when it's something that he's really interested in. Really, uh, I, I don't know where they get that. Yeah, crazy. But he kept it focused and tight, and I'm we were about able to Fallout Four, to, and we were able to we we had a really good time with it, and. Uh, I realized I have played a similar game that uses the same rule set, but it was for some Space Marine game, and I did this like several years ago at a at a game night where he brought somebody brought a Halo. Game. No, it was not a Halo game. Warhammer? No, it was not Warhammer. It was. It, if I said the name, you would recognize it, but it's not. It's not like. It's not like the first thing that's going to come to your mind. I can't remember what it was, but it was a property I recognized, but. Not not one of the biggest ones. So, anyway. um, I'm trying
0: to think of Space Marines. So. Destiny?
1: Well, I don't even know if it was Marines. Because there were some fantasy elements in there. Destiny? I think. No. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. That's not the important part. The important part is, I played a very similar game years ago at game night. And so... um, and that time, it was alright. It was an okay game, but it didn't didn't really come together in my head. This time, it did. And so, it plays out like a video game. Like, it plays out like you're on the board, and so you come into a room, and now you can't leave this room until you've defeated all of the enemies that are in there. And the enemies show up at, you know, they have a system for how they show up at these locations. And if there's traps in the room, if there's treasure in the room, if there's other obstacles in the room. And all the things are placed out. And everything has rules on their cards for how they attack and how they move. So, you know, if they've got a choice of targets, here's how they pick which target they're going to move towards. Here's the movement. Or, like, if it's a ranged person, they'll take a shot at you and then back up. Or they'll, you know, they've got rules that keep everybody in motion And it's really effective. It is... Now, the reviews I've read for it say that after a while, it gets really repetitive. But I think for some people... Hey, here's some news. So is Dark Souls. Well, and I I think for those of you who are fans of Dark Souls, uh, yeah, the grinding is actually part of the game. And I can see that with the way this works, because in every room you earn souls for beating the room. And then you can use that to improve your character in different ways. And here's the deal is you get four sparks or five sparks to play the game. And so if you die or if you just choose to reset, you used up one of your sparks. So we played through, we got almost to the the mini boss, which would have been the end of this first half. We got almost to the mini boss and then we died. Great. So now we change our spark counter. So now we're on life number two. So we played through, we died almost right away. Crap. Okay. So we reset it. Now we're on spark number three, but each time, you can play through, and then, oh, let's reset the spark, play through again. And each time you're earning more souls, and you're just grinding for more equipment, more levels. Uh, and it was really fun. And now, again, is there going to be a whole lot of replayability in this game? I have no idea. But I'm excited to get you in, Aiden, because you know Dark Souls. Yes. And I think you would enjoy this particular board game experience. And I would love for the three of us to play a real game and uh, and actually play all the way through. Because you you've got five rooms, and then you're at the mini-boss. And then you play five rooms, and then you're at the big boss, and then you're done. And that's, and uh, and you can choose different mini bosses and big bosses. There's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of different ones, but
0: Asylum Demon, yeah.
1: And. There's all sorts of stuff, and um, and I think we would really enjoy this. So anyway, Dark Souls. If you've got 120 bucks to kill, and uh, you like, uh, that Borg- just sounds
0: like a standard deer season to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is illegal in every state. There's no, unless, unless, there are exceptions made for some Native American tribes where uh, um, they uh, they rely on deer hunting for their livelihood. But other than that, and I don't even know then if anyone's getting 120 bucks. But look, I
0: just need to make a a, a bunch of uh, venison potato salad for the potluck.
1: Venison potato salad. Hey, look family recipe. Look, hey. Look, the invitation said bring a hot dish, so
0: I'm here. So, so I brought my wife's sister.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, look, you—you're consistently funnier than me. <laughs> you you could just dial it back? I—I don't want to. I don't want to look for a new co-host, <laughs> but at this point, uh, <laughs> I'm having real problems here. Uh, you're just too good at your job. <laughs> okay. Now it's time for a nerd culture report. I thought this was bowling for weirdos. No, Gonzo, but you are very, very close. All right, uh, let, me, uh, let me pull this up here really quick. And so here's the deal. Uh, my son, uh, we'll call him Jacob, uh, he sent me um, a bit that says, the Harley Quinn cartoon... Was gonna have someone walking in on Batman while he was going going down on Catwoman. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. There should be a content warning here. Uh, DC told them that. DC's they- nuts! Stop.
0: Stop.
1: Stop. <laughs> D- DC told them that they couldn't do that in the cartoon. And their official statement is <laughs> heroes don't do that, which has the entire internet up in arms because, well, no, it's the Only exact opposite. true heroes would do that. It's the exact opposite. Of course heroes do that.
0: Look, there, there's so much to be said about it being Catwoman. Right. So, so here's the deal.
1: It <laughs> Nice. So, <laughs> Gotta stop! This is a serious topic. So, is it? Uh, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait! wait. I don't, don't, don't start in. Don't start All in. right, but, but, so I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent okay. here. Well, while you're no, looking up. No, no, I got, I've got it, I've got it. So, DC Animated uh, went ahead and uh, tweeted out, "This is Batman from uh, Under the Red Hood," and oh God, it's all, it's all <laughs> bad. Um, Yo, you just got Under the Red Hood? Yes, but it is, it is from. Uh, it is from the animated movie Under the Red Hood. And this is Batman speaking. Let's, let's see how this comes out. But if I do that, if I allow myself to go down into that place, I'll never come back. See? That's, that's DC Animated tweets, tweets that out. Um, and then, in response to that, let's see. You could have just made this
0: a segment of Aiden's Not Allowed to Joke About This. God, I wish
1: I had, except that I think this is really, really too on the nose. Um, oh, what? Oh, wait. So, I'm sorry, wait. It's too on the button. Um, oh, uh, What, and pig butt wasn't? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's exactly right. Um, yeah, okay, the writer of Nightwing uh, posted up some panels and shots. Sure uh, wasn't Crimson Wing? Posted up some shots uh, from the cartoon where Starfire is naively talking about uh, her sex life with Dick Grayson. And uh, and after posting up those panels said, huh, I guess Robin's just more giving, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, I thought the whole thing was very entertaining. Did you have any more commentary? Batman needs fun. Oh, no, oh, no. Stop it. I specifically said don't use those words. This is a family, this isn't really a family show, but come on, man. (laughs) Don't, don't make me, don't make me bleep you.
0: That's terrible. Oh, oh, you'll believe that, but not my
1: long rant about fuck the police. That, okay. That was a pun. And it was pretty good. Um, anyway, uh. And now for something completely different. That's right, something completely different. We just don't have categories for this stuff um, yet.
0: Right. Uh, I'll take it from here because your notes are going to give something that I don't want right. to be given out on air. Yeah. Um so I've I've got this friend. We'll call him John 2. You've heard me speak of John 2 on a couple occasions. Uh I mean he's certainly an individual and uh, sometimes he
1: isn't terribly bright. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, yes. So it, not, I wouldn't say not bright, but sometimes, um, sometimes he can miss the mark a little bit. Right? Yeah.
0: And him and I are hanging out uh, before a D and D session, and he he looks to me, not a joke in his voice, not a hint of unseriousness. Oh, did you hear Steve Jobs died? <laughs> What? Steve Jobs died? And I i had to inform him that Steve Jobs died ten years ago.
1: Did, did, didn't we just do the Where Were You When JFK Died segment like last time we were on?
0: <laughs> and so it is one in the morning. And I am rolling. And I call up all of our friends. <laughs> I have woken up. All of our friends up at 1 a.m. to inform them what John 2 has just said. And had I said anything else, they would have told me to shut up and let them sleep. But each one of them was like, Are you serious? It's, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, so mean. It's like you're bullying John 2. And and Sam was even like, Garrett has known for ten years and he didn't tell me Steve Jobs died?
1: that's funny okay
0: oh my god just how do you it was the biggest thing in the news
1: it was but I right now in the uh, in the latest you can't kill this thread thread uh, which is just titled yeah. Deathless uh, Talvin always he has something you know he usually comes up with a pattern and so he just posts the same theme. Uh, every time he comes in, and then that way it's it's easy when he gets up. You know, he's got, he wakes up at 2 in the morning, 2.30, whatever it is he wakes up, and he, uh, he has his exercise routine and all of his morning stuff that he goes through, and that way he can be completely ready for his day before anyone else gets out of bed. Uh, and then he has everyone up, and when I say 2.30, I'm not kidding. The man wakes up at 2.30 in the morning to start his day. And so when he posts up on the Deathless thread, lately, he's just been counting down the top 30 songs of the year for every year since, I think he started somewhere in the 70s or 60s, I can't remember. And so he's up to, like, 2010 now. Uh Uh-huh. And so it's just, every post is just one song, and then he gets, when he gets to the 30th song for the year, moves to the next year. And in it just amazes me that, like, the year 2009, like, 2009, like I was, I was alive. I listened to music in 2009. I had, I had teenage kids in my house. Um, did you? Well, Jacob was 14, so you would have only been 11. So, was Jacob 14? In 2009, yeah, he was born in 95. Yes, he was, okay. Yeah. So, um, but it must have been just before Jacob really started listening to pop music. On a regular basis or something. Because the list for 2009, there's like eight songs in a row. Never heard of them. I have no idea you what these songs example? are. have an example? Sure, I do. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so here's here's the thread. And from 2009, all right. Yeah, I know Pitbull and uh, the song I Know You Want Me. Well, yeah. Okay, that one was obvious. Mr. Worldwide. But then uh, T.I., Live Your Life. Featuring Rihanna. Now, I know T.I. Who's T.I.? All right. This is embarrassing. T.I. apparently famous. All right. Apparently. The only thing the only thing I know T.I. from, the only reason I knew that T.I. existed was that he collaborated with Iggy Azalea on the song Murder Business, which I... Have I have not
0: heard Murder Business.
1: I love the song Murder Business. All right. I just... I don't know. I love the song. And... She released it for free. Um, this was just before she hit it really big, and she released it for free, or as she was hitting it big. And so it came out free on some platform somewhere, and as a result, Murder Business and the other songs on that EP, or song, I don't know. Anyway, anything that she released with that is not available for purchase anywhere. You can't get it on iTunes, you can't get it on Spotify, You can anywhere that people would make money off of it, because... It's free off of whatever platform. Uh-huh. So therefore, and it's like, oh, shame. Now, if you had YouTube, for example, and you do. I do. Yeah, listen to it anytime you want because the video is on YouTube. But uh, anyway, that's the only way I ever knew T.I. And then I find out that um, that apparently he was famous before that because this was right before this stuff. And so he's got a whole bunch of hit songs on these lists. I Never heard of. Okay. Didn't know who he was. Cool. So, yeah, T.I., Live Your Life, featuring Rihanna. Uh, Soldier Boy, tell him. Uh, I've heard "Tell Him" by Soldier Boy. Hate I it. have not. I played it. I had never heard it before. Uh, Jay Sean "Down" featuring Lil Wayne. I know who Lil Wayne I've is. I've heard the song before. Don't know who Jay Sean is. It means mean nothing to me. All right, Miley Cyrus. I know her. The song "The Climb." I'm like, okay, maybe because a lot of times it's just a song that that I didn't know the name of there it. There is
0: no way you haven't heard "The Climb."
1: I played it. I played it. I have never heard it. It played
0: at every single graduation for like three years.
1: I'm honest it to play- God, dude, it played
0: at my graduation,
1: and I know you were there. I don't remember the song. Yeah, maybe it did. I'm sure. I'm sure it hit my ear holes at some point because. But it, I had no I memory of kid this. Kid you not? The two songs that played during
0: our graduation presentation. Was photographed by Nickelback and the climb
1: by Miley Cyrus. Uh, Drake, best I ever had. Yeah, I, that sounded familiar, but I played it didn't like it. Kelly Clarkson, a song called "My Life Would Suck Without You." How did your mom not have this song right on her playlist? Right? How did she? I never heard it. And then there's Fry
0: doing the hustle,
1: very uh, angrily. Yeah. Beyonce, Halo. Uh, I didn't know this particular song. I Really? I know Beyonce. Halo was massive. Dude, I got nothing. What, because of the video game? Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. You're a bastard. Wow, the level of mockery is really crippling in here. Um, so, uh, my point is, where the hell were we? What were we talking about? Why did we get on this? Oh, because... Because John, too, didn't know that Steve Jobs had died. And I'm trying to point out that there's huge gaps in my memory as well. This has no real relation. I am sorry for going so far off. Wow, we
0: missed a turn somewhere. Oh, man. We're about 40 miles off where we're supposed to be.
1: Yeah, you know what? Uh, It's time for the pause. Is Do you have more segments? No, I'm good. Omatic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hot dog. This is the Nerd Pride Radio Pod Omatic. At the end of every cast, we bring out R2. That was him. He he's fully, fully pimped out Pod matic Bubble, and he rolls up random topics for us to talk about. And where these topics come from, you ask, well, that is where you guys come in. Uh, you want to hear us haver hey, on about something, you send your question or topic to us by email, or better yet, in a private message on my forums at nerdprideradio.com slash babble. I will add it to my potomatic list, because potomatic is about whatever you want, want it to be. be. What's that first number?
0: Uh, the first number is 63. 63 is from? That's, uh, 63 is you blow me and I'll owe you six. <laughs>
1: that's... You don't have to say blow, you say you do me, and then that was the original George Carlin version that I heard, but why am I nitpicking? What does it matter? It's still it's still a dirty joke. That's uh, fine. Kyle says... You do
0: me, and I'll owe you
1: 40 <laughs> I'll owe you 64. There you go. <laughs> Kyle says, what is the most ticklish spot on Aiden? Yeah, I will never tell you that answer. All right, I'm going to make a wild guess that's the back of his knees. It is not. All right, it says are you sure? I am sure. You should probably do some comparison and contrast.
0: Show your work. I know where I am the most ticklish. See, the back of the knee doesn't get me. <laughs> My tummy makes me giggle. My <laughs> sides. <laughs> I was just Spot saying, I bet your ribs are pretty good. My, my my sides make me squirm, but after like a second, it just hurts. So, that's that. So,
1: if I do it, I should do it quick? Yeah.
0: Okay, that's <laughs> enough of that. Uh-huh. But if you really want to tickle me, it's my big toe. Yeah.
1: Seriously? Yep. You stay the, the help You go. No, no, you know what? I will end you. I can't believe you'd share that. I will I will never mess with your big if toe. You, if you want to get kicked, I mean, that's how you do it. Your beard's okay. Uh, yeah, you can touch my beard. Oh, my God. My hand's stuck.
0: <laughs> I think I'm lost. Uh, how can I go elbow deep? There should be a chin here.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Love that sound. 82. 80, oh my God, when we were watching the, the movies and the sound came up, like Noah was like, oh my God, that was it. That was the noise. I'm like, yeah, and he does it a lot too. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, 82. 82 is from Ronster. Well, hi, Ron. I miss you, Ron. Ron says, What is the longest you have ever gone without talking to another person? I cannot imagine um, less than 24 hours. Does does texting count? Uh, all right, let's 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 answer the question both ways. What's well, so the longest you've gone without communicating with another person, uh, a personal communication of some sort, like a text, a phone call, actual talking in person? A couple
0: days maximum.
1: Yeah. For me, like I say, less than 24 hours without talking to somebody. Uh, Certainly since I've been married. But even before I was married, I always had roommates. I always had work and school. And I can't imagine I ever went more than 24 hours in my life without talking to somebody.
0: And we're not including calls and texts. It's been like a week and a half.
1: Ooh, that sounds like a severe case of depression.
0: I mean, I texted and called people during that time.
1: Yeah. I suppose. Huh. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Like you say, I can't say for sure, but less than a day. Ten. Ten. Wow. Sounds so boring. Ten
0: that is the, the, the t- ten is the exact number of ben
1: uh, I, I don't think that's actually accurate anymore. There's a lot more than ten bens at this point. No, if the show is anything to go off okay, can I go on a rant quick
0: but didn't he get a whole bunch of other forms?
1: Yeah, he did. Okay, so so yeah, he's like, like what Ben thirty eight? I don't know.
0: Uh, he he's actually uh, from when he comes back from the future. He's Ben ten thousand, but that's not that's lame. Now I need to go on a rant about Ben ten for just a second. Why does the Ben the original Ben ten theme song sound like someone is making it up? Like they just shoved someone in the booth and said, "Here's what the show's about. Write a song."
1: Same person that did all the songs for Dora.
0: It started when an alien device did what it did. It stuck itself upon his wrist of the secrets that it hid. Now he's got superpowers. He's no ordinary kid. He's Ben 10.
1: So you're saying that Spider-Man, Spider-Man, he does whatever a spider can. (laughs) Is that a pretty direct comparison, I think? Yeah. That's lame Oh my god I, You know what I should stop using The word lame It's ableist I can't I use lame a lot I need to stop that uh, God that is That is scoliosis Number Number ten Is actually from uh, From Jacob Hey Jacob And Jacob says What's your favorite Monster in D&D Oh Oof Oof Uh, uh You're gonna call My dude Sorry about the ringing phone. Important family business. All right. Uh, anyway, what's your favorite monster from D&D, asks Jacob.
0: Well, th- that's that's an issue because a lot of the ones I really like are ones I made. Okay, well then go ahead and brag on yourself for a minute. Uh, okay, I gotta pull up my frickin' stat blocks.
1: Oh god, if you're gonna read the entire 12-page backstory for your monster.
0: I like the Whistle Wolves a lot. They're the size of dire wolves. They are completely blind and navigate via echolocation. Nice. Uh, they do have tendril attacks. Uh, travel in packs, and I assume
1: the whistling is just random whistling noises and not, uh, you know, like creepy tunes. But right. Either, yeah. Either way, that would be really scary in the night.
0: Um, and then uh, they eat um metal. They they have uh they have digestive systems that are designed to break down and eat metals. And they're also uh, eusocial, so they have a queen and travel in a hive.
1: Wait, who are these? The Whistlewolves. Still. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure we had to yes. switch to a
0: different monster. And wherever there is a clan of Whistlewolves, there is this uh, metallic powder that, due to their digestive system, is both acidic and poisonous. So if you're going to go anywhere near where they live, yeah. you have to wear hazmat. Nice which uh, my players just recently
1: uh, killed a Queen Whistlewolf and got out of their area. That's awesome. That's a really interesting concept. I like this. Mine's much simpler than that. And it, I feel bad calling them monsters because... It's goblins? No, it's bugbears. It's always bugbears. I love bugbears. Um, although goblinoids in general are wonderful as far as I'm concerned. And... I like the idea that they um, were removing a lot of the uh, the stereotypes from the games, and and that uh, um, you know goblinoids are people, just like people, right? So, um, so I feel bad for calling them monsters. But there was oh, what was the god? There was some bit. I maybe it was early order of the stick, but someone made the comment that hey. We've all got our own entry in the Monster Manual, which is true. The original D&D Monster Manual had an entry for Elf and Human and Dwarf. So, um, you know, we're all in there. We can all be monsters. Uh, this is our last oh, one. Oh, I wasn't done. Oh, you have more?
0: Yeah, I have the barbels. All right. Which they're like shambling little mounds of flesh. <laughs> Sorry. With a face and four limbs. And they were genetically designed to be feeder animals. Uh-huh. Like, like they just make good livestock, and you know, a good source of food. Nice, easy to kill. The issue is, is that they breed like rabbits, and if enough of them get together, the uh, the boulder barbel will show up and is nearly unkillable and unstoppable by every rights.
1: So nice. Well, look if you take modern technology, where we've created, um, we have now created pigs. That go from birth to market weight in three months. Mm-hmm. I mean, it like, like literally, pigs are one of the most efficient machines on the planet for turning feed into lean meat. Mm-hmm. It's like the fastest we can manage to do it. And so, yeah, they breed easily. Uh, they fatten up and become full weight, sexually mature. Quickly, so yeah. Imagine if your perfect feeder animal then winds up getting loose and running amuck because, I mean, at least they're easy to kill. Did 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 you hear that we uh we figured out how to get pigs to
0: breathe through their butts? No. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know a, a lot of fish do that, and if if you've got a problem with your respiratory system, it would be nice for us to have a way for you to absorb oxygen some other way. Okay. So they created a fluid that can hold more oxygen than air and forced a pig to not be able to breathe and submerged their bottom half in this liquid. And through rectal absorption, they are perfectly fine and they don't need to breathe.
1: I am looking at you in utter disbelief because I don't believe it. Look it up. Look, look it up. Pardon me. What do you mean, why, do you, why would you lie to me? You would lie to me because it's funny to you. But well, in this particular case, it appears that you're not lying to me because uh, the New York Times has it even. So, um, one of the, I, I'm not going to bother to read for all the details right now. One of the websites says, pigs can breathe through their butts, sort of, and that's a big deal. So, okay, nifty. Uh, pigs, and not just pigs, but also mice and some other rodents. And we suspect so, humans. And so probably humans could do this too if we did it right. Um, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Look, I've also known that there was, because um, I learned this when I was in middle school, that there was um, some super oxygenated liquid that if you submerge a mammal in it...
0: They can breathe it for right, a you'll, bit, but like yeah, it's a big strain on the lungs. Right, but it's so
1: much work that eventually you're... Uh, your lungs can't, uh, Your your the muscles just give out because it's too much work to force liquid in and out of your lungs for that long. But interesting. Although I suppose if you were going to be in some healing uh, tube like Luke from uh, from Empire Strikes Back when they have him in the tube and he's healing up, if you had all of that liquid filled in in that, that space, And it's inside your lungs. And then they have a forced breathing machine that is forcing the Uh liquid in and out of your lungs. That would work.
0: Or, alternatively, no machine needed. Just put a tube in his butt.
1: Or you just stick a tube up your butt. Yeah. All right. Well, good deal. Um, So, uh, before that, uh, I had just rolled and said last one. This is number 44. And 44 is... 44?
0: That's 4 times 11.
1: 44, it, you're right, I can't argue with it any, anymore. Um, this is from Ronster. Oh, Ronster says, so how do you see yourself in paranoia? Uh,
0: what color would, you, would you wear? Every single day as I worry that they're out to get me. <sighs>
1: oh, the game! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 what what clearance would you be in paranoia? I'd be frickin' infrared. Yeah, look, I I picture myself, uh, I picture myself as being red and feeling like I'm constantly on the verge of being promoted to orange, and yet I never am. And I certainly would not be a troubleshooter. uh, I mean, you recently just got promoted
0: to a high level red,
1: so right, Right. see, and that's exactly where it's going is the the idea that that, okay, I got a promotion. Well, it's not really a pro. I mean, I'm still red, but oh, I have more responsibility. Oh, really, that comes with more perks. Well, no, but I have more responsibility, and uh, and what that means is I'm in line for a promotion. To I'll be orange any day now. I swear. Um, that's that's where I feel I would be, and it would be working uh, probably in technical services. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be a troubleshooter. I'm not going to be a, one of those uh, one of those people who is uh, risking their. Well, everybody's risking their life in Alpha Complex, I guess. But uh, I don't know if you. Feels like any job that you're going to have is pretty dangerous uh-huh. in Alpha Complex. But yeah, that's right. Yeah, be.
0: I, I'd be grunt work, infrared.
1: Well, you would work in the food vats. Yeah, probably. That's. I mean, not not in the food vats, except when they need cleaning, and then someone's got to get in there. Yeah, and then they close it on me. And- no, no, that never happens. I mean, almost. I mean, it's it's it's. It is a rarity. It is... It's people. No. The that, food
0: vats are full of people.
1: That that has literally happened to less than 15% of our employees. So... <laughs> and that is the end of that. So now it's time for GLaDOS to bring... 22. Oh, one more doubles and mere, we're going to jail. Mere formalities here, people. All right. <laughs> this is from Kyle. Well, hi, Kyle. Kyle says, are you still wearing Crocs? (laughs) Are you still wearing Crocs?
0: Because personally, I never take mine off. My feet smell awful.
1: I I have never worn Crocs in my life. Um, Unless you have had Crocs while you lived in my house, and I slipped them on my feet to go out and grab something from the car. I
0: don't think I've ever owned Crocs besides the one that I constantly wear. Forever, yeah.
1: So I've never had Crocs on my feet. I have nothing against Crocs at all. I they're a perfectly fine shoe. Um, I've I just think never they owned make condoms. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big ol' really thick foam rubber condoms. That's what we need. Yeah, with the holes at the end. All right, because they are a family company. Well, yeah. You need the you need the holes, so because that's where you put your little uh, your little pins. Have you seen the the pins that they make for Crocs? I can't, there's some official name for them, but you, yeah, you put the little pins through the holes in your Crocs and these little taggy things, decorate your shoes. It's awesome. Oh, you're getting a call. Or at least supposedly awesome. Okay, but Kyle's questions are not done. Um, it says, what kind of sandals do you kick around in?
0: Uh, Adidas flip flops
1: Yeah I don't uh, have any sandals My last pair of sandals are just a half size Too small for me so I passed them on to Noah I need to get myself some new sandals But I like the ones that got closed toe Heel strap I mean it's like you got an actual toe on them Heel strap and it's like It's basically a shoe with just a few little holes in it The way the leather straps oh, work Hey coming. my family's home Hi family Oh, Sorry for all the interruptions Um But my family's home and I love them and then Kyle finishes up after asking about the Crocs and the sandals. And uh, what, what size would those be in? Twelve and a half. Well, uh, the, the ones that were, that were too small for me, I think, were just straight up 11 and a half or 12. Yeah. I think straight up 12. Yeah,
0: 11 and 11.
1: Yeah. So I would be 12 and a half as my preferred shoe size right now. Um, and then that's it. Now it's time for GLaDOS to give us a recap of this week's episode so far.
2: Remember when the platform was sliding into the fire pit and
1: I said goodbye, and you were like...
2: No way.
1: And then I was all, we pretended
2: we were going to murder you. That was great.
1: This podcast is copyright 2021 by Nerd Pride Radio. The opening and closing theme is Death Metal Disco by Ian Cronk. My bumper music this week was Weezers in the Garage and Lighthouse in Your Soul by They Might Be Giants. Uh, birdhouse
0: th- in Your Soul. Birdhouse birdhouse,
1: oh God. All the songs I use deserve- Oh, Earth. no! Sorry. Um, I, R2 was so disappointed in me, he just leapt off the table to his death. Oh, sorry, R2. Uh, um, all the songs I use are available on a variety of music services. Check them out, listen to them, buy them, enjoy them. I wouldn't put them in my podcast if I didn't love them. We're going to have to tell his R2 wife that, he, that he's dead. If you want to help out Nerd and subscribe to this podcast in whatever podcatcher you use... Uh, and write us a nice review, or a crappy one, as long as it's got five stars, because seriously, uh, five stars is what tricks the algorithm into sending people to us. Uh, but if you want to do something super, super nice for this podcast, recommend it to your friends, all of them. If you're enjoying this, you should be spreading the word and letting other people enjoy it as well. Why would you keep it all to yourself? You're not that selfish. None shall be safe from our pride. Word of mouth is my bread and butter, people. Remember, I am always looking for you listeners to do my work for me. Don't forget to send me questions and topics for The Podomatic. Let me know if you want to be included in the listener betrayal. Um, as you've noticed, uh, if you just write me stuff, I'll read it off in the feedback section. Um, if you have a really interesting nerd fact about an upcoming episode number, send it to me. Save me all of that grueling research. Uh, honestly, I cannot I cannot play new games and get them up to level 300 and something every single week, people. I'm going to need your help here. Uh my contact information, mike at Nerd Pride Radio.com at nerdprideradio on some social medias that I never check. But, to be completely honest, the very best way to talk to me is come sign up for my forums at nerdprideradio.com slash babble. Sign up, send me a message, we will hang out together, we will become best friends in the world. We'll have fun and now it's time for listener betrayal before we start recording every podcast we send out questions to our most favorite,est loyal of listeners and we let them know hey we are recording anything you say we will read off at the end of the podcast and that is what we are doing right, right now. now all right um, let's see. All right, I'm going to start out here. And the, I sent out to people and said, Happy Happy Nerd Father's Day, Nerd Pride listener. For those of you who care about Father's Day, that is. This week's question, when Luke screams, You're not my father, what would have been a better answer for Darth Vader? And from my mom, it would have been, No, I'm your mother. And that's pretty good. Uh, that, that that's not how Darth
0: Vader sounds.
1: I'm sorry. No, I am your mother. Is Thank that better? You. Yeah, much better. No, I am your mother. That's the emphasis he put on it. Um, let's see. God, am I gonna have to do that voice on every single one of these? Because yes. I think that will get tedious. Uh, yes, you're gonna have to. Okay, then. Uh, from Pat DM Darks. It's a... No, but I did fuck your mom. Pat! How dare you? But true. Um. Ooh, from Emily. Emily says... That's what I told the Emperor, so I didn't pay child support. Oof. Oh. You can always rely on Emily to give us a, a good dark comic, dark comic answer. Oof. From Aiden. Oh yeah? Did Candace tell you that? (laughs) Who's Candace? Candace dick fit in your mouth. He he got he got me with that one just before we started recording the whole podcast. (laughs) And so now Candace is his go-to to to mock me because he's a jerk.
0: Oh because Um, you make it so easy. Sarabeth says
1: Are you sure? Because I remember your mom screaming, yes, daddy, yes, when we made you. Uh, yeah, even even more graphic. That is Beth, uh, Pat and Sarah Beth on the exact same page, let's point out. They are made for each other. Um, <coughs> Alright, this one's from your mom. You ready? Yes. <sighs> we still have my mom's white ladder in our garage. Well, that's not funny at all. <laughs> if it's not funny, why are we laughing?
0: I'm going to go to live and say that that was actually funny. <laughs>
1: it did come back around, didn't it? Um, from Noah. <clears throat> My name isn't not your father. It's Anakin. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> from from Kyle. Luke, it's not your fault. Yeah. It's not your fault, Luke. No, l- listen to me. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. Oh, man. I know, I know. He's willing to go there. Uh, but Kyle then continues and says, here's a question for you guys, or y'all, as he is. Uh, if you had to have sex with only one father, not necessarily your own, who would it be and why? Well, that's easy. Chris Hemsworth. I mean, have you seen the yeah. man? He's such a nice guy. I I mean, if if he's into it, Lord knows. I'm not going to assume anything. But if I, if I had to have sex and consent wasn't an issue here. We'll just assume consent. And yeah, definitely Chris Hemsworth.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Easily. Talvin says, I brought you into this world, and I can take you out of it, too. Oh. Wow. Or, alternate answer, I, well, no, this is just an extension, I think. It's another set of quotes. Pfft, I can make another one just like you. Oof. Yeah, well, but female. So, uh, let's see. Now we're up to walrus. Oh, dear God, we really stepped in the walrus mess this time. This is going to be a long answer. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, it goes. Oof, uh- All right. <clears throat> walrus says, oh, no. Then why do you lean to the left when jerking off? Ew. I suppose it's a trait inherited from his father I suppose uh, Alternate answer Yep Sure am Which fucks up your plan to get into your sister's pants, huh? Wow Walrus Alright, next one Yo mama <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why that got me um, <laughs> well, I guess that answers where all my Father's Day cards went. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Then who's your daddy, punk? All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my father. Ooh, high five. Whoa, whoa, too soon? Um, so, I'm not your father. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yo man, I did your mama so good she spat out two of you. Okay. <clears throat> you whiny selfish little prick. I didn't have a father and here I am offering you the galaxy. Not cool, dude. <laughs>
2: um
1: Oh. Well, fuck it. I'll offer the galaxy to your nephew. See how whiny he is. No. (laughs) Terrible. God, it keeps going. This voice is hurting me. Well,
0: I mean, you're the one who chose to do
1: this. (laughs) Oh, sure. Obi-Wan drops me into a volcano and steals my son. I'll kill that punk. Obi-Wan didn't have the balls to stick with the... (laughs) What? What? Obi-Wan didn't have the balls to stick with the Duchess Sateen. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. I If it's not in the movie, I probably didn't see it. Sorry. So he fucks up my family? Alright. That would probably be better if I, uh, I don't know, read a book, maybe? I'm just guessing.
0: If you knew how to read.
1: Right? <clears throat> okay, next answer. Oh, that hurts, man. They say I'm the bad guy. God... He just keeps going. Hey, not my fault I lost the custody battle. That Obi Wan had it out for me. Just look what he did to my face. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You're batting about five hundred on those. I will give you. I will give you full marks. That is, that is a lot of funny. So, all right. Next up. Oh dear God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I-
1: I gotta stop the voice. No. It's hurting me. Really? (laughs) You made your bed, not sleep in it. These are all from Dave. Wow. To hear you actually say it, that that really hurts. I I gave you life, Luke. Life! And this is how you betray me? Seriously? Low blow. Low blow. Take two. That's not what your mom said. She called me Daddy. Daddy. Wow. Take three. Look, I get it was weird, okay? I was 20, she was 52, but you can't fight <laughs> these feelings. She's just, just like, you, you can't fight the dark side. Get into those feelings, Luke. Damn. Take four.
0: <clears throat> that one sounds like he's hitting on Luke.
1: Yeah. Actually, you're, well, it, it may be in my inflection, too. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, re- I'm seeing these for the first time. Take four. Actually, you're right. Lightsaber sound. Luke's screaming is cut short. All right. Who wants an orange mocha frappuccino? Take five. (laughs) Look, it's mere Palpatine. Your call, Luke. Your call. (laughs) I like that one. Take six. What? No, Luke. I am your father. (laughs) Father, father, I don't get it. Alright, let's take seven. Don't shut up and duel, you fathead. <laughs> take eight. Yes, I, I know we're waiting on the paternity test, but I'm 66% confident here. <laughs> <laughs> take nine. you You've laughed more today. At other people's, you don't usually laugh at other people's jokes this much. I appreciate this. Uh, Take nine. Why is it always wah 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 with you? Like, I know you're saying words, but all I hear is wah. That's pretty good.
0: So is that that dude in a diaper playing Vader?
1: Yes, it's dude in a diaper. I miss dude in a diaper. I should bring him back. (laughs) Take ten. It says it says bleep you. But we can guess that we can guess at the, uh, the actual words here. Uh, take 11. No words are spoken. Vader enters a fighting stance and raises one arm, palm upwards. The four fingers flex and relax three times. I don't get it. Raises one arm, palms upward four fingers, flex, and relax three times. Palm upward. Oh. Got it. Just just fight. It's Yeah, it's the the whole matrix. Okay, Sorry, I, I'm doing the pose and I couldn't get my arm in the right position. To me, it looked like I was reaching up and, and giving a, a hernia exam to a giant. <laughs> and that did not work for me. But once I finally got my arm in the right... Now I get it. It would have been super funny if I had done it right the first Playing time.
0: Playing Lady Demetrescu like a muppet.
1: So... <clears throat> take 12 they keep going guys oh hell no son you just entered the danger zone okay. <laughs> uh, take 13 oh thank the force can you sign this affidavit
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> take 14 I know what it's like to stand with one leg raised under the desert sons of Tatooine, Luke. You cannot deny your destiny. Okay. Take 15. Wait. I'm being punked, right? You ought to put you up to this. Where is the little guy? And that's it for Dave. Whew. And we got through. We got through. Um. Next is... Nope. Alright. Oh, wait, no, no. Kaz. Kaz says, Happy Father's Day, Mike. Happy Father's Day to you, Kaz. You and your lovely children. Uh, Father, uh, Vader replies, <clears throat> Father or not, I am your destiny. Alright, that's true. Um, and then Kaz then goes on to say, today is a bittersweet day. My dad has been out of the picture for eight years uh, after leaving my mom. Oh, that's sad. But my kids have both wished me a happy day, which is great. Hope your own family is doing well. My family is doing well. And uh, look, I know you and I know your lovely wife and I've met your two kids. And uh, I, I trust that you are having an awesome, awesome day. So, um, So, yeah, bittersweet is exactly the right way to put it. Um and then last of all, Jacob. Oh, that's right. It's you killed my father. Damn it. He's correcting me. And I knew that when I was typing it up. The correct line, he says, the correct line is you killed my father, you nitwit. And y- yep that's ma- true.
0: Ma- maybe that is Vader's response. He's he's correcting Mark <laughs> Hamill on the line. Sorry.
1: Wait, wait. <laughs> The line is, you killed my father, you nitwit. There we go. That's much better. (laughs) Damn it, Mark. Get your head in the game. But Jacob is so gracious as to be willing to play along with my misreading of the lines. And he says, What are you, 12? Get your ass over here before you fall. What is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Uh, Oh, and then it says, good luck with your, with your nerd-themed podcast with a massive flub like that. Pathetic. Oh, and also, happy Father's Day. I love you. Aw, he's so sweet. <laughs> um, did you hear that Alfred Hitchcock of Vertigo was a game announced at E3 this year? Alfred Hitchcock of Vertigo? Is it going to be a virtual game?
0: I don't know, but yeah.
1: Because if it's a VR game for Vertigo, that would rock. Oh my god, that would be the way to do it. Huh? Very cool. All right, enough about me. Why Is it? It's time
0: for the platinum list.
1: Why don't Why don't you spend some time with your list on Father's Day? Uh oh. oh I've got I've got a couple responses. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, the The first one comes to us
0: from. Gotta make sure that's the first one. Yep, uh, from Ryan. What was the question. Why Why do you get to know the question? Why you got to be all up in my business? Why do you
1: have to know everything that I send to my friends? We could do like Jack's films and, and have him have you guess the question just from the answers.
0: <laughs> uh, I said, Howdy, Platinum Members. My dad and I are recording today. If you'd like to say something or have us read anything, now is your chance. We will read anything you send to us. Seriously, anything you type will be read right off. This week's question it's a contest for worst baby names. Okay. Uh, Ryan responds first and says, Hubert Davis. Huh. Okay. Yeah, no, I I mean, could Could you imagine like you're there with your newborn son. Hey little Hubert.
1: Is this a person he knows? I don't know. I, I don't know. But but Hugh or Huey? That's
0: not bad. Little Hubert.
1: But Hubert, Hubert's old. Uh
0: the next one comes from Sam and he says something Latin. So whenever you address the child or introduce them you immediately summon a demon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, yes, that would be a, ter- a a baby whose name automatically summoned demons would be a bad baby name.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, the next one comes to us from uh, uh, Jacob, and he says, "Bodie McBoatface Allspark. <laughs> or Keith. Oh, Keith is terrible. I like how he throws Allspark into that. Uh-huh.
1: No, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, the next one comes to us from DM Darks. Hey, Pat. Which, by the way, when you ask the worst baby name, my instinct is to reply with Moxie Fighter Because that's always been on the list of terrible celebrity baby names. But I love the name Moxie Fighter. It has been scientifically proven that
0: the best male baby name is Excalibur. <laughs> 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 yeah, it is. It uh, is. But that wasn't the question. Uh. Uh. Uh, The next one comes from Caleb, and he says uh, Harold Richard Jr.
1: Yes. You're right. Because it'd be shortened to
0: Harry Dick Jr. Right. Uh, (laughs) The next one comes from from Mike, and he says says, Candace.
1: (laughs) 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 Who's who's Candace? (laughs) (laughs) I can't say it. (laughs) I can't, I can't say it. That's, it's your job to be vulgar on the podcast. The next one comes from
0: Noah. Uh, He says mayonnaise, but always call them May, which mostly isn't short for anything. No one is bothered by this except the child who is always haunted by the fact she's named after a condiment.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, you win. Are you happy now? Yes, I am. (laughs) Uh,
0: The next one comes from uh, Lisa, and she says, uh, Grandma says Aiden. Aww. Aww. (laughs) The next one's from Kyle. And, uh, (laughs) Kyle says, Dr. Diarrhea Poopin Squirts. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Great question no, we, didn't, we didn't say most awesome baby name <laughs> Is that from something? Probably not <laughs> okay. uh,
0: Here's a question for you on this awesome father's day What's the most embarrassing thing you've accidentally walked in on your father? Alright Alright So I'm like four Back when we for- owned our first gaggle of cats and it's it's at some point in the night, and I sneak in, and I'm just like hanging out in my parents' room, and I don't remember why. And a one of the cats comes in, uh, the, the the skittish black one, and uh, just like starts walking around the bed. And my dad rips ass so loud, I have never seen a cat run that fast ever. Just like ran across a wall to get out of that room. That's pretty good. All right.
1: Thank you for being kind.
0: Uh, the next one comes from Emily. Uh, she says Aiden. Oh. Aww. Sorry to insult, insult you both on Father's Day, but it was right there.
1: Thanks. But Aiden's the best name ever you suck. Uh, the
0: next one comes from Tim. Tim says fiasco. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, much like, much like poor Calamity Jane. It's kind of like you're asking for it. Right? You know what I mean? But Fiasco is way less cool than Calamity. Uh-huh. Well, now that there's a Calamity Ganon, stealing straight from Calamity Jane. Lame Ganon. Uh,
0: the next one comes first from John, and he says, Target. Target. I mean, if you want to make your kid a
1: target, I mean, that's how you do it. Target Harrison. Target Jones. Target, yeah. That's not a great name.
0: No. Uh, and that's all I got.
1: Alright. Well, then I guess this was an awesome podcast. I mean, look. I'm not saying that I'm... Get, I'm saying that I guess we're done. And it was an awesome podcast. We had a, a great few time. few more bleeps than uh, we usually get. Right? I don't think I'm really going to go edit anything. Oh, really? I should. Nerd <laughs> Nerd pride bigger longer and uncut Yeah I guess but yeah this is this is a dirtier version than we've had for a, for a while. Well okay that's on you. well okay granted but I didn't I didn't come up with Candace
0: that is fair but you did uh, you did want to talk about Batman
1: yes but we could we could have couched that in more tasteful terms is what I'm saying.
0: okay, but I'm here.
1: yeah I know it was my own fault you're right I I, I knew better. I even said beforehand, I know better, but what are you going to do? So, I go. hope you guys had a good time. Uh, we love having you here. You guys are awesome. Uh, join us next time. We'll see you then. So, uh, who says goodnight first? Uh, goodnight, everybody. All right. How about you, are too?
2: We out.